Hello, everyone, and welcome to Show Hoppers. Today, we are covering something completely different. But before we get into what we're covering, let me introduce myself. I am Mr. Sal. I'm a high school science teacher. I have two kids, Griffin and Hugo. They are 10 and 6. You're going to hear from them later in the episode because we are covering a family-friendly animated musical series on Netflix called Centaur World which I have seen actually several times already. But my co-host, Kurt, who is a former student of mine, has never seen before. Kurt, hello. How are you? Hi, everyone. I also wanted to be stated I was once a former kid as well. So, Oh, me too. <laughs> That's wonderful news. Oh, I do, have, I do have a question for you, Kurt. Hmm. Can I have some money? I don't get this reference. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll get to it later. Is like anyway, Glendale reference? Are you robbing me? It's not Glenn. No, it's not Glendale. It's Turpleton. I don't know which one that is. Oh, I know. yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we should probably go over that uh, in just a minute. But before we we get too deep into this today, by the way, folks, we're going to be covering season one, episode one, Hello Rainbow Road, and season one, episode two, Fragile Things. So we're going to generally try to keep this uh, to two episodes of Centaur World per one episode of Show Hoppers. And we're going to try to keep the run times under the run times of the actual show so that you're not you know, watching half an hour of television and then listening to an hour of podcast. But I wanted to just quickly run, go over what brought me to the show and why I wanted to cover it. So I, I had a, a really interesting introduction to this series my kids were watching it and I sat down and I watched the first episode with them. And to be perfectly honest with you, I, I didn't think much of it when I watched it that first time. I was like, well, this is goofy and I don't think I want to watch anymore. And I, so I, I didn't watch any more of it with them uh, until season two came out and I wasn't watching with them, but I just happened to drop in on some moments in some of the episodes in season two. And I thought, is there more to this series than I originally thought there was? And that, that was actually season two, episode three, where I said that. And then I dropped in on most of season two, episode five, and said, well, there definitely is more than I thought there was. And then I caught almost the entirety of the series finale, which is season two, episode eight. And I was in tears by the end. Uh, so I, I, I really said at that point, I need to go back and watch this whole series again. So I did. And I've actually watched it a couple of times since then. Uh, and and I and I, I talk about it with my kids and with my wife all the time. You know, I think I want to cover this show on Showhoppers. I think Kurt might hate it, but I, I really, I really, I really, I really want to talk about it because it's. I, I feel so strongly that there's so much good and important stuff in here that uh, that bears that uh, warrants a lot of unpacking that uh, I may be subjecting Kurt to this, but I, I really want to do it. So uh, I watched way out of order uh, until I decided to sit down and do a focused rewatch. But uh, so that's where, where I kind of came into this series. Uh, I don't know how popular it is, honestly, uh, but I, I do love musicals. I'm a musical guy. So, so I actually love the music from this show. Uh, we've, got the soundtrack in my house we listen to it every day uh and it's you know it's it's become a staple of my household and uh so i i i recognize that there's a distinct possibility that kurt is going to uh 
make tinkle tinkle bye bye zone all over this but <laughs> well we're, we're gonna we're gonna try it out and see how it goes we're also going to do this in a little bit different format than show hoppers usually does show hopper on show hoppers we usually will have a, a full run through of the episode where we'll go through scene by scene and pick it apart we're not going to do that with centaur world we're trying to keep it a little bit shorter so we're going to talk about some of our favorite things within each episode and maybe some moments that made us laugh or annoyed us or moved us and most importantly i think i want to talk about moments that made us think about emotional intelligence and mental health because to me that's what this show is really all about um it does come up quite a bit in these first two episodes it comes up even more so as you progress through the series so Kurt, I, I'm going to go ahead and, and try to take a guess at your rating here for for these for this first episode. We're only focused on Hello Rainbow Road for now. Yeah, me. Um, and I'm, I'll ask you to take a guess on me as well, or do you not want to? I'm just no, no, I can take a guess on you. I, I think okay. I know what your rating is. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, confident. Do you want Do you want to go first? No, I don't want to go first. <laughs> okay, not that. Confident. All right, I was I was right. flying with my confidence. So I, I'm I'm actually. I, I, I really don't want to set myself up for a disappointment here. Um, so I, I think I'm looking back at the, the, all the episodes of television that we've covered on Showhoppers. And the lowest rated episode you've ever uh, given a rating to was a 6 out of 10 for uh, whatever the case may be, which is a Lost episode from se- uh, an episode of Lost from season one. So I, I'm just hoping that it lives up to at least that. And so I'm going to say you gave this a six out of 10. I think there's, I think that you're intrigued enough by the introduction to give it another chance. Uh, but I think you're probably pretty lukewarm on the songs and it's probably a little too goofy for you. Okay. Um, there, there's a guess. I, I think judging by how you had first seen the episodes with your children, didn't think much of mm-hmm. it. And then, it was later with Hook too. You also are not too big on the first episode. Maybe the rewatchmanship you see more that I don't see. Maybe the artifact is like, oh wow, it's, it's like a horseshoe looking thing. It's, it's great. <laughs> later they wear it like a horseshoe. I don't know. Um, I'll I'll say you because you gave it like a like a seven. You okay. Seven. No, so no, I wait, you gave it an eight. You gave it an eight. I take it back. You gave it an eight. Okay. All right. So okay. So. Uh, let me reveal mine first because I I, I, <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm just nervous to hear yours. So uh, I'll I'll reveal mine. I uh, originally when I, the first time I saw this, I would have given this episode like a, a six or a seven. Like I I did not care for it at all. Uh, on the on the rewatch, my original rewatch, I, I was super high on it, uh, and I still am pretty high on it. I actually give this episode a nine out of ten. I love this episode. So. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I I gave this one. I gave this one to myself. I debated. I thought about it, but during the episode, I told myself if this holds my attention. Basically, here, here's my premise: if the episode holds my attention to the point where uh-huh. I don't get bored and walk off, I will at least <laughs> give it a seven. Right, because it's okay. held my attention. I gave this episode a seven. It held my hey, attention. Hey, all right. I I was I, I wanted to keep watching because I was curious to see what happens. Right, so I, I okay. it held my attention. I gave it a seven. Right. That's okay. It held my attention. All right. And there's some goofs in there. Right. There's some, <laughs> there's a lot of, it's basically, I guess, just some exposition. I mean, it's just, so it's interesting. You know, I I always say that there is, and by the way, folks who are listening, uh, we do plan to keep this 
clean so that if you want to listen with your children, you can. This is, after all, a show that is rated TV Y7. So it is our belief that if you're watching the show, you should be able to listen to this podcast. So uh, I think that there, I always describe the show as having a barrier to entry because, and there's a, there was a barrier to entry for me as well. Uh, there's some stuff that really annoys me about the style of cartoon, this like way over the top goofiness. And we're going to talk about some of those moments uh, that happen in the episode that kind of annoy me, but uh, they, they have grown on me and listening to my kids react to them has helped me appreciate them a little bit more. Uh, And when I think about, and again, this is all because I have the context of, of having seen the whole series multiple times already when I think about where the series is going and how heavy it's going to get, the moments of levity early, I think, are important. And I think they, they do keep moments of levity throughout the series. Uh, I think they do get fewer and further between. But uh, I think they're important because you, you are trying to make this accessible to a younger audience. And uh, it gets pretty heavy and pretty dark, pretty pretty heavy and pretty dark so. so as as a zoomer spontaneous mm-hmm. random humor is right up my alley okay okay that is that is i'm okay with the the humor somewhat okay for the most part i guess mm-hmm. i don't mind the humor i don't mind the humor okay not ever really annoyed me. never really annoyed me not of it was okay. super funny but it never annoyed me i was never annoyed okay all right good well that that's fantastic because uh i well i guess that is something i didn't know about your generation there kurt so spontaneous random well that's true (laughs) which is very strange to me but all right well let's let's talk about some of the our favorite things from this episode uh let's let's talk about our favorite scenes in the episode so uh, we can limit it to one if you want to talk about more than one that's fine uh i'll take a guess at yours uh and i'm gonna say that the opening was your favorite scene so the okay. the, the part that the, the scene that's it, away, like the fight yeah on, the, the, what i believe is the human world yeah yeah correct the human yeah. world pre centaur world so I, I think that's probably your favorite scene it, it is some i wonder if the in the human world will be like a gene scene-esque thing but anyway <laughs> uh, i i think your your favorite scene because this is kind of a cop this, this is a bit of a chalk answer because literally to me i think half or a fourth of the episode is all just one big scene of them oh yeah you're right so that entire bit from like them talking there's some song singing argument about mm-hmm. like going beyond the barrier that that whole uh-huh. bit specifically the uh, argument that's your favorite mm-hmm. scene okay i guess I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll reveal my answer since you reveal the time and that is my favorite scene by the way was that long yeah. talk answer because i like the argument oh, okay. about going beyond the barrier that to me okay all right. Well, wonderful. You know, honestly, that's really encouraging because you know the, the human world does have a part to play in this series, but it's not as prevalent as the centaur world part. So, uh, so it's encouraging to hear you say that your favorite scene came out of centaur world. For me, my favorite scene is actually the the very end of the episode. I, I actually really love the end of the episode, which probably the gives away. I mean, I I don't know. I, I think. I, the way I the way I kind of broke the scenes down, I would think, was the pre-Centaur World and then Horse's arrival in Centaur World mm-hmm. to the time when she runs away and they catch up with her. Basically, to me, every time there's a new song, it's a new scene. 
Okay, okay, okay. I got you. So, so I think there are four songs in this episode. There's Rider's Lullaby, which is the the song that Rider sings to Horse in the Human World. Then there's Centaur World, which is like the introduction to uh, where they are, you know, what who they are, where they are, and uh, what Horse has come into. Then there's uh, Spells for Days, which is where they talk about their magic. And then there's Hello Rainbow Road, which is the finale song where they take off down the rainbow road. So th- that's my favorite scene is, is from the time when Horse decides I'm going to start singing now because I need to. It's the only way I'm going to get to riders if I kind of meet them where they're at meet and sing way. about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh, so I'll sing about it. And, and you know, she's <laughs> initially can't. I- but then. That was actually originally my favorite scene. I did put down a horse trying to sing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah, that's, that's cool. So, all right. So that that's where I'm at with my favorite scene. Where you're at with your favorite scene. Uh, let's talk about our favorite songs, our favorite song in the episode. I'm going to guess now, uh, but well, now that you've <laughs> told me what your favorite, well, now that you've told me what your favorite scene is, I, I guess maybe I have a, a new perspective on this because I had originally assumed that you were going to say Rider's Lullaby, the opening song was your favorite song, but now I don't think so. Uh, I think maybe if you, if you like spontaneous, spontaneous goofiness, I think maybe Spells for Days was your favorite song. Interesting one. I think yours is the Rainbow Road song at the very end. Yeah, that's that's correct. I mean, that's the reason my favorite so my favorite scene is my favorite scene. And you are also song. correct. Oh, okay. I love the I love the I love the ending bit of that song of the tiny cells. I, oh, this this first episode, there there are things that they set in place. Like for example, Glendale, right? Yep. With, uh, that's that's the that's the centaur's name, Glendale. Yes. The, the yes. Stranger Danger one, right? Yes. I was into yep. this. They talked about her being a thief. Then next yep. episode, we see a bit more of thievery. I'm like, okay, good. This is good. <laughs> we see the tiny selves again. I was like, I hope we see more of these tiny selves. We did. These these are things I, I'm, I'm I'm okay with. Maybe the next episode, but these are, uh, I'm liking this continuity aspect. So anyway. uh, oh yeah. Well, I will tell you that they they very seldomly introduce characters, themes, or spells that they don't use. So, I mean, it's, it, I think there ha- there were a couple of things that they introduced that were clearly unpopular with the fans that they just didn't bring back in season two. Well, so you can't, you can't use everything you introduce. I feel like because then right. it's like Chekhov's whatever, right? Like you just can't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for 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 holding back on that. That was that was really good. For, so, uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> but that was not intentional. I just whatever they can out. But yeah, <laughs> Chekhov's whatever. Fill in the blank. Exactly. So, yeah, all right. Well, good. I, I, I love Hello Rainbow Road. Uh, I, I I get goosebumps. I get chills at the end of that. And, and again. Uh, this is all about context. I know where this is going, and and that that scene, the, 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 especially the visual with with the song, uh, it gives me chills. I love it. So uh, th- that's why I, that that one's my favorite. How about your favorite character? So I'm I'm gonna. Well, see, I've I, I originally. Okay, you're easily. Oh, okay, you want to take a guess at it right off horse. the bat? Like okay. Like so I had originally intended to guess horse for you as well, uh, but I. And hearing you talk about this, I'm not so sure that I can. In fact, you've invoked Glendale like four times already. So I'm going to say your favorite character was Glendale. Four times. I, said Glendale. <laughs> I also know Chad, yep. Julius, yep. Mama Wink. 
Yeah. Wama Wink or Wama Mink? Wama Wink. Wama Wink. Yeah, Wama Wink is the alpaca tar, the pink and magenta one. Uh, Derpleton is the giraffe. So Derpleton is the one name I did not know. Okay. Yeah, Derpleton is the giraffe. Zulius is the zebra tar. Ched is a finch uh, tar. And then Glendale is, I don't know, I can never remember what that thing is called. It's some kind of like member of the deer family, but I think it's only found in uh, Africa or Asia. I can't remember. Anyway, Glendale. so, uh, but. Anyway, yeah, I yeah. said Glendale. Ah, I'm, right. I'm, on a, I'm on a roll here, except for that Glendale first uh, favorite archive. scene. And yep. Wicked Thief. Oh, they do. That portal oh. tummy is not going anywhere. Don't worry. Oh. So that's a that's a big deal throughout I the wonder, whole series. I wonder. You don't have to answer this. I wonder if they ever go into the portal tummy. Oh, okay. Interesting. Interesting question. All right. Well, that that is uh, a good foundation, I think, for our favorite parts of the episode. Uh, let's get into some some. Mo- uh, I'm going to call this segment "Magical Moments That," and we'll start with magical moments that made us laugh. So, sounds like you didn't get too much laughter out of this episode. I- I'll tell you a few of my. Uh, moments that I thought were were pretty funny. I think handsome for eight seconds is pretty. That's hysterical. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's like the biggest one I wanted to say. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I literally, I saw that. And I was like, "What's this? What's, what's this person's name? I got, I got to figure it out." Chad. Yeah. Chad, yeah. I figured out right. Chad. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Oh, that's that's awesome. Very good. I think the whole bit of horse trying to get through the dome. Oh. I. Th- that that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I I like that stuff. I liked, and this continues on, Horace mentioning skulls crunching. Yes. Oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> like she's getting them excited. Don't you want to see what's out there? Don't you want to you know, feel the wind through your hair? Don't you want to feel the crunch of skulls under your hooves? Like, yeah. I, I also said that. Too. I, I thought that was hysterical as well. And, and then I don't know if you noticed this or not, uh, but when horse is trying to warm up and she's like hacking and hacking uh when she's about to sing they show the the herd's reaction to it the herd being all of the centaurs that that she meets in in center world um they show their reaction and zulius's eyes like just like the the whites of his eyes disappear and all that's there is like it's a black circle that's pretty funny so i I i like the tiny selves that's that's magic song. The tiny selves I was really into. Uh-huh. That's what made were you? Fun. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's interesting because they, they, that's they had, something. They had tread. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's something that that uh, in our in the next part of uh, the next magical moments I want to talk about magical moments that annoyed us. I always get annoyed with the tiny versions. Really? <laughs> I do. I, I, and only because, and and maybe you can talk me out of that because I get so uncomfortable with that idea that. I see. What you're, yeah, like, yeah. You know, if you were that, th- I, I I see what you're saying, but mm-hmm. what, what I rationalize it as, not me. <laughs> so then, I, so then it's, it's all good. I mean, yeah, that's what, and I keep thinking if I shot a tiny version of myself out, like which one is my consciousness? Well, uh, not not that one because I'm here. <laughs> not that one because yeah. I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> that's what I'd say. But then what what? Like, what know. is the what is the existence of that thing? They just run away. Copy of me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's the copy of me, but not me. I'm here. 
that's what I would, that's what I would say. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I also don't really like sparkle blinkies very much, which is like when Durpleton looks like blinks his eyes and like glitter comes out. And I'm not, I'm not a big that fan of sparkle spell. blinkies. Yeah. It's, it, it, they use it a couple of it times. Also, but it's, Durpleton is probably my least favorite. He's pretty annoying. Uh, I, I say I'm okay with like the, I don't want to mm-hmm. slapstick, but just like the rain and mm-hmm. humor. But like Durpleton just, I feel like there's no class to it. Like all the ones have a bit of an edge, like Zuma, yep. however you say that one, right? There's like Zulius, yeah. Zulius, I don't know. I said Zebra. <laughs> Zebra. But Zulius, you know, there's a bit like Caddy. I don't know how you want to put it. Mm-hmm. So Ched's got like the hand. I don't know. Ched's just funny. I don't know. Yeah. Wendy, yeah. I like and Quamo, yeah. Winkle, Motherly. So- so Durpleton uh, grows on me a lot in the second season, but throughout the first season, I always kind of cringe most of the times that he talks. So. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, yeah, he, he's my least favorite. Um, yeah. But something that annoyed me, I, I also put down as mm-hmm. me, was in this first episode, really bothered me, was the names. Just because they didn't, oh. they said like half their names. Yeah. I was really annoyed by that. Like, I had to look up Ched. I didn't say Ched. Yep. Yep. I, I, Glendale, they did say. Yep. I don't know if they said Wamo. Uh, Winkle in this one, Mama Wink, yeah. Did they? I think they did, yeah. They may have, they may have. I think they said them all, but did oh, I missed it then. I missed if they did. Horse, I don't think you said horse's name because I don't know the next episode. No, horse's horse's name, yeah. Horse's horse's, yeah. Horse's name is, yeah, you're right. That is not given in this first episode, you're right. So, (laughs) um, yeah, you know, I, I, the names grow on me too, but they, they don't. They, they did not, at least in this first episode, um, kind of sh- shoe hammer the names in so yeah, you could learn them. I, exactly. They, I was they, struggling to know the names of these characters. Yeah. Especially since I've yeah. Like, I don't, I, the zebra looking one. Okay. We got like the giraffe one. <laughs> I've got yep. like, the, the thief. Well, actually, Glendale. I'll remember that one. I like Glendale. <laughs> the one. And then, yep. Also, another, another thing, which I don't know if it's an annoyance, but like, I don't believe all these are centaurs. Now maybe the, we'll get the specifications as to what is a centaur, but I don't think horse. Mm-hmm. I don't think Chet belong. Are you talking about horse and Chad or just Chad? Horse and Chad are not. Well, horses, horses, horse comes from the human world, though. Okay, I guess I've made my assumptions about centaur worlds. So okay. Oh, okay. I mean, okay, fair enough. But then what, what's so, Chad doing there? Chet, so Chad, I, I, and I and we're gonna. Well, no, I, I will, I will say this much. There have been throughout the course of this series some centaurs that show up where I'm like, that's not really a centaur. That's just a, you know, a talking pelican or something. You know, it's it's not like clearly, you know, here's the 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 upper body is human and the lower body is animal. Okay, like, I see, I see how this happened. Then centaurs are so full of themselves. They say, you know what? Like 50, no, not 50, 30% of this place is us. So we're naming the centaur world, but we're only 30% of the total population. Doesn't matter. Centaur world it is. And then, oh, okay. Are, do you mean the, the traditional a centaur is half horse, half person? No, just, just I, I guess to be a centaur for me in this world, you have to have like, you got to have like four body limbs, like you have to have four legs mm-hmm. and then like maybe some arms. But if not okay. arms, you have to have like a longer body, like almost like a not human, two torsos. Right? Yeah, two torsos. yeah, yeah, two torsos, two torsos. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, it. yeah. Like yeah. horses don't have two torsos. Horse is a horse, right? 
Right. That isn't even like close. That's closer to like a bird. <laughs> yeah. So the, yeah, the bird tars, which we don't really see any bird tars until season two, but uh, the bird tars, I've always thought they don't seem like centaurs to me because of exactly that. They have, you know, it's, it's Chad. Chad's a bird tar and he's got one torso. He just looks like a, a, a person, a little person who flaps their arms and flies. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, so yeah, I, I, I can, I take your point on that, but um, th- th- I think probably the broader definition of centaur in this series is going to be an animal with human characteristics as well. Okay. Okay. So, okay. Okay. No, I mean, as long as, as long as you, I've got like a definition here to go by. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, uh, and maybe even that's, a little too nope, much nope, maybe we're too late. We're no. on it. okay too late my bad uh, anyway <laughs> all right so uh, i am gonna be like i i think about moments that move me in centaur world all the time so uh, i i am moved quite a lot by this series i don't know how moved you are gonna be because you're a little m- less movable than me but a little less movable than me i don't know if it's an insult or a compliment but i think that's I don't know. I, this what, I, th- I think I'm just uh, more prone to an emotional reaction from a TV series than you are. I think I'm prone to an emotional reaction. It's just not just not a sad one. It's just outrage. No, you get outrage more <laughs> than me, actually. I think I'm <laughs> okay. So, all right. Well, I'm talking about... Uh, you know, you, you're you're touched. You're moved. Yeah. Not Not... not you're outraged like but uh so so there there were you know there are a couple in this episode that do that really do it for me it's not as heavy as in other episodes but uh a writer's lullaby in the beginning i i think is really touching and moving um and i get uh, you know now in retrospect now that i've seen the whole series uh, you know that does kind of choke me up and give me goosebumps a little bit so uh writer's lullaby uh is certainly one and then I love, love, love this last scene because when I see them all at the dome holding hands and see Wama Wink kind of change her perspective and, and go along with this, I, oh, that chokes me up a lot. But again, that's, that's a matter of perspective uh, because I know where the series is going. So um, I will tell you that a, a, a very, very heavy theme of Centaur World is the concept of found family. Are, are you yeah. familiar with the concept of found family? I, I mean, yeah, the, the idea that like blood is in everything and that you can mm-hmm. get close to other people that, you know, per, that, yeah. you know, you're not you're not related with by blood or anything. And, you know, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I've always, I always had just thought of found family as OK, well, found family is the fam- not the family that I came from, but the family that I created. Right. But it's, it's, it's more, it's a broader definition than that. So it's not just like my wife and kids, you know, it's also other people who I'm very, very close with who feel like family. Right. Um, and the, I, the, this idea that, that you're seeing this herd, which is, I mean, a pretty diverse herd, right. I mean, no, no two, members of that herd are the same species of animal, right? So you know that none of them are with their uh, family of origin, right? Their biological family. Uh, They're all with each other now 
at, in this found family uh, and seeing them, you know, kind of grasp hands and and head off on this this common uh, mission really chokes me up. So anyway, th th those were the big ones that moved me. I I, I listed the the only really ones who moved me, and that was just like the the first runaway scene, right? Sad, you know, the mm -hmm. whole falling off the cliff thing. Mm -hmm. the greatest time. <laughs> right and yeah. generally sad event yeah yes <laughs> falling off a cliff is usually sad <laughs> yeah uh, but yeah I, even there like you you can really i i think that you can really see the care and affection that they have for each other yeah I mean, in, I mean, in those moments you see you see horse when um they enter the entire world they're like writer mm -hmm. writer you know yeah thinking about it so yeah and, and you don't actually it's it's hard to tell because you haven't familiarize yourselves with the characters yet but in that opening scene uh the opening narration uh you know the, i lost my mother to the war i lost my father to the war this is the only family i have left like you don't know if that's coming from rider or horse because i, I think you assume that it's coming from rider because it's a person but it's a horse right saying that? i think it's horse who says that uh. so anyway uh, yeah th that's 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 what i was really moved by let's talk about some magical moments that made us think about emotional intelligence and mental health uh i've got a ton i don't know ton. if you want yeah I i've got like a ton. okay why I mean, don't you I tell me two. i have two i have two okay so which is well, sorry do you want me to tell you both or what yeah yeah t tell okay. me both of them uh number one i have a pretty obvious one horse longing for writer right mm -hmm. the, the their attachment to writer mm -hmm. yeah that's you know, pretty fair enough and Mm -hmm. uh, how it shapes them in fact they're they, they're so attached they're willing to uh, give singing a go to convince these these silly herdsmen <laughs> uh, let's, yeah let's, let's get through this barrier but uh the, the other one actually so much so even that they tried going through the barrier on their own uh but the, the other one was mama winkle or was it mama winkle Wa Wama it's winkle. w Wama wink i was gonna say mama winkle uh, yeah well i think that's the idea yeah i mean well that and the fact that she's an alpaca which is kind of like a llama so anyway well Wama winkle here uh there's no there's no ellie on the end it's just Wama wink Wama wink yep Oh my goodness! I've, I'm too far in now. Like I've already thought of the person as like Mama Winkle. I changed it to Wama Winkle now. Swamba Wink. Okay, sorry. Okay. Wama Wink uh, wants to keep her her kind of in in the barrier, right? Mm -hmm. And better them trapped, you know, this kind of boredom for their safety than take a risk out there and see the world. And that to me is just, I feel I think that's an applicable thing to be. <laughs> that's a pretty applicable thing of like not taking risks and willing to mm -hmm. i think that's a really like real life thing that oh most people can glean from of, oh know. for sure so i mean i i can tell yeah. you you know as a parent now congratulations by the way oh thank you very much yeah so that's a little shtick that we do on show hoppers if, you, if you're just tuning in for the first time but yeah so i mean i, I will tell you that it's one of the hardest things that i have had to kind of wrestle with myself about where when where my kids are concerned is when have you overprotected and when have you underprotected right mm -hmm. so this this idea that you know wama wink wama wink wants to keep the herd inside this dome in the valley that's very very safe and for her being safe is the most important thing 
Okay, but it, that comes at a cost. Like you can tell that the rest of the herd is bored and 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 kind of stir crazy, uh, and and feeling a little smothered by that, uh, almost to the point where they, they they may even feel some resentment. And so, you, there's a fine line you walk between protecting the people you love and giving them enough enough uh, freedom to make mistakes and and take chances uh, and hope that they that you've prepared them along the way to, uh, to, to do that safely. But, uh, it, it is a struggle that I've, and I, and I, I, I'm sure that I come down more on the side of, of Wamawink than, than I probably should, you know, I'm probably a little more protective than I should be. So have some horse uh, in your blood, so. yeah, I know. I, I mean, we'll get to that in the next episode, but uh, but anyway, uh, that is something that I key in on as well. Uh, a, a lot of what I'm going to talk about here is because I know the lyrics to all the songs. <laughs> so, uh, so you may not have even picked up on some of this stuff. But uh, let me let me start with Glendale though, because Glendale um, has these uh, breathing exercises that she does. Okay, so uh, she's she's got uh, the the bag, right? Uh huh. Yeah. She breathes in the bag, bag in this episode, right? I, I'm, I don't know. I can't remember. I'm pretty sure she's got a brown paper bag that she kind of breathes in and out of. Which I remember her breathing. I don't remember if it was in a bag or not. Okay. So anyway, uh, one of the things that, that is really common in treatment of anxiety is breathing exercises, right? It's, it's, it's mindfulness. It's focus on your breathing. Uh, because when you get anxious, when you get scared when you're when you're constantly in that heightened state you're taking in too much oxygen and you're not releasing enough carbon dioxide and so you actually are you know chemically altering the way your body is functioning so it is really important to focus on breathing so they do call attention to that in glendale quite a bit um and then glendale also uh says uh, at one point in one of the songs uh but hey let's just pretend it's okay <laughs> do, you, do you remember this okay no i don't uh, so so <laughs> um i think it's this part where she goes technically sure we were at war with a ruthless horde of invading warriors oh, right yes, then, I remember this. yeah I remember that. yeah which i mean we didn't talk about that at all but you know that's kind of important to, to note right, that, that they the were song yeah I didn't, yeah, that they were at war with with a ruthless horde of invading warriors uh so that could inform a little bit about why wamawink is so protective of her herd but at any rate um she's glendale goes through all that and then i think it's zulius who says we agreed not to talk about that uh and then glendale goes into but hey let's just pretend it's okay but when she says that you'll notice her eye twitching when she says it uh have, have you ever had an eye twitch like a, a, a nervous eye twitch I don't think my eye twitches when I get nervous. Okay. Well, I mine definitely does. Uh, so when, when I'm in uh, a, an anxious state, my eye twitches just like that. And so I, I really latched onto that as well. Um, you, you've already mentioned, you know, Womwink, you know, she, she clearly, she, she, she sees horses and says, ooh, finally someone to nurture. Right. So nurturing is something that's really important to her. And that plays right into one of the things that, uh, they sing in the Centaur World song. They said, you know, we have no sense of boundaries uh, and we're kind of codependent. Do you know what codependent means? Uh, like you depend on each other. 
kind of. So okay, wait, wait. I can specify a bit more. You cannot do without each other. Yeah, that's that's more just dependent, right? Okay. So so codependent is you need you need other people, but specifically you need other people to need you. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, I never knew that. Yeah. So so it's 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 specifically. Uh, if you look at Wamawink, I mean, she is like by she is the definition of codependent. Like she needs her herd, but not only does she need them, she needs them to need her. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this idea of codependence is, is is a theme that comes up throughout as well. But so like uh, a plumber might be codependent. <laughs> I mean, any 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 business. I'm you could saying. say that about any okay. business. Well, but... <laughs> I'm, just, I'm saying like that would that work? Like that a? I mean, kind of. That's more. That's more like a business. Like or yeah, like... that's a business transaction. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're we're talking. We we ta- we've talked wait, wait, about wait. we've talked about savior complexes, right? Yeah. Like we've talked about Jack on Lost as having a savior yeah. complex, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, I don't know if I'd go so far as to call Jack codependent, but he definitely does feel, seem like someone who needs to be needed. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Though. That was that was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, maybe not fully <laughs> ridiculous, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, okay. Um, by the way, Glendale's eye also twitches at the dome when they're on their way out. So, in states of high anxiety, her eye is twitching. I will look at her eyes in the future. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are. We've already con- talked about the concept of found family. Horse even at one point says, "You're a herd," like you know, and, and which is, hey, you can think of it just you know, you're a family. You know, they none of them look alike. There's no connective tissue there but they are somehow a family uh and we'll want to pay attention to that as we go through the series as well i'm curious the origins of this family i'm sure we'll find out how they got together will we will we figure out how they yeah are heard okay okay yeah yeah uh yes you you can you can look forward to that (laughs) and then at the end here, I, I love it's it's the the primary lyric of Hello Rainbow Road. It takes a little boldness and a little bit of magic. Uh, I love I love that idea that you know you guys are kind of stuck here in your bubble, but you got You have the magic, but you need the boldness. I have the boldness, but I need the magic. So you know if <laughs> I got that? peanut butter, you guys got the jelly. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. And then I don't know if you noticed this or not, but as I, on the way out when they're leaving the dome it's not Wamawink who looks back it's horse who looks back at the safety of the valley i did not key on this yeah so and i'm sure that's intentional so anyway um because horse remember she has grown up in a life of war and destruction and she finally finds this peaceful valley so she she puts on a good front, but there must be some part of her that would kind of like to stay in this nice, safe, peaceful valley as well. Certainly. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I have a little bit of a treat here for us. Uh, after my kids and I watched this episode for the umpteenth time, uh, I did a little, you know, maybe a three-minute interview with them to ask them about their favorite stuff. So I thought it would be fun for us to, to give that a listen. And then if you want to respond to it, we can, but don't make fun of my kids. 
I, I would never. Well, anyway, here we go. I am here with my sons, Griffin, who is 10, and Hugo, who is 6. And they just watched Centaur World Episode 1, Hello Rainbow Road. And I just wanted to ask, to ask them what they think of it. So, Griffin, on a scale from 1 to 5, like 5 stars being the best and 1 star being the worst, what would you give this episode? 6. Whoa! What would you give this episode, Hugo? A four. A four? So it could still get better. Yes. I gotcha. And so, Griffin, what's your favorite song in this episode? Oh, um, I'm gonna have to say either Centaur World or um, Spells for Days. Okay. And what's your favorite song? Centaur World. Centaur World is yours, Hugo? Okay, I gotcha. Do you have a favorite part of this episode or a favorite scene? Um, I do. What's yours, Griffin? When Mama Meg's talking about a metaphorical baby. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Spiritual baby. (laughs) No, a metaphorical baby. (laughs) Hugo, do you have a favorite scene in this or favorite part in this episode? No, not at all. Um, Oh, All the parts are your favorite. Who's your favorite character other than Horse? Because Horse is the main character and Ryder. Who's your favorite character in this episode? Wink. Llama Wink. How about yours? No Doug. So Chad. <laughs> Chad in this episode? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks, guys. Anything else you want to say about this episode of Suntar World? What, Hugo? Um, I think it's really good. And I think, but no, Dad, I have a favorite part. You do? What is it? Where horse tries to break the dome. Where horse tries to break the dome. That is really funny. Yeah. Anybody else have anything to say um, about that? I do. What's up? Two things. Okay. One, what's with Derpleton in this episode? He's <laughs> like, I don't know. Okay. That's and one thing once. I thought it was really funny when she was trying to drop a rock on the barrier, a boulder on the barrier, it just poked her in the belly and dropped the rock. (laughs) Sounds like you guys think this episode was pretty fun and pretty awesome. Am I right? Yes. All right. Well, we'll talk more about episode two, Fragile Things. Okay. There you have it. Right from- That was very cute. (laughs) (laughs) well thank you yeah yeah they i mean they are in love with this show and and that's part of what makes me love the show as well yeah six out of five you know certainly (laughs) i don't hear a single bad thing about it the only only tangent of bad thing actually two actually was griffin's point on derpel yep what's with derpleton Derpleton. a few things from that actually because this is the first time i've ever heard that the listeners i've yep. never heard this up until now uh, <laughs> that's right that, that so there's something up with, so okay so maybe so you were right maybe dribbleton does get better okay <laughs> yep. um the, the episode it could get better it got four mm-hmm. out of five from hugo it could get better but yep. the, the one thing i thought i heard in there was dog griffin brought up du- dog. okay <laughs> he actually said doug the name doug. Doug. d-o-u-g okay. yeah that's a character we will meet Doug in episode six of season one. So it's going to be a while before we meet Doug. Oh, but Gri- Griffin is obsessed with Doug. He okay. loves Doug. Doug is his hero. So well, I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, be, I'll, be paying, I'll be waiting. I'll be paying attention for Doug. 
Oh, good. All right. Well, Kurt, I, I think uh, I think we can put uh, close the book on episode one here. Any last comments before we move on to episode two? No, no, nothing. Nothing left to say there. Okay. Well, hopefully you are not completely and utterly nude because we're going to start episode two. Fragile things. I thought this title was referring to you, Mr. So. Fragile things? Me? I'm a yeah. fragile thing? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. I, I absolutely am. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I, I, no I, I definitely do. In the, in the, the you know, song battle of Wink and Horse, I'm Team Wink all the way on that one. So. Oh, Horse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. Horse all the way. Yeah. Let's look yep. the leash loose, and we'll see what happens. Yep. We'll clean yeah, up Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Hopefully there's something left to clean up. Anyway, uh, uh, let's so so hopefully uh you you weren't too it sounds like you were okay with with sliding into this episode uh and so uh, i'll go ahead and guess that you uh, based on what you said about uh uh what you felt about uh, how they continued some of the themes and some of the uh, spells at least uh into the next episode it sounded like you liked the second episode more than the first one so i was i was gonna say that you Gave this one a seven out of ten, but if you gave the first one a seven out of ten, I, I think maybe you give that gave this one an eight. Can, can I be so optimistic as to say that you gave this an eight? Well, 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 Mister Sal. Before I reveal my answer, let's talk about your answer. Okay, you gave the first one a nine, so yeah, you gave this one a nine. That, that's my guess. Okay, uh, I'll, I'll say I gave it an eight. That's true, and I do think it's better than the last uh, nice. few points on it. You know, the group's consolidating a bit. I, I'm learning mm-hmm. the characters. That's good. Uh, mm-hmm. and so, so the downsides, um, a, a bit much, I guess, I guess it's not that. a lot of, there's a lot of inter, you know, most of the, the big thing on this episode is the interfighting between Wama Wink and horse. Mm-hmm. Now it's just kind of, I don't know. I was kind of over it, but yep. You know, they, 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 they clean it up and they, I guess we come to a resolution at the end. Seemingly my, my question mm-hmm. is if we actually come to a resolution, if next episode, they're still arguing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but anyway, we get we get that argument. I think I think you'll I think you'll get some satisfaction out well, of that. I'm, okay, well, we'll see if, if if they keep arguing, that'll really displease me. Or at least it depends mm-hmm. how they argue. I shouldn't say that. Right. I do. I, I what I really liked, and I already talked about in the last one, was the continuity they did. Yeah. And you know they they set the stage well for something. That all right, that cool, cool. I I, th- I felt like so. I, I will tell you that there are some episodes of Centaur World that I'm completely obsessed with. Uh, and this is one of them. This, this, this episode, I gave a 10. I 10. love this episode. I love this episode so much. What? Oh, I love it. I love this episode so much. I, I can't get enough of it. There, there are, I mean, you're going to see, um, you're going to see probably, I don't know, maybe, I, I don't know, probably about a third of the episodes of this series I'm completely obsessed with. There also is like another probably quarter of the episodes that I couldn't care less about. So well, this is this, series. Yeah, there, there there are there are highs and lows within the series, but this to me is a, an episode that I'm completely obsessed with. I think that the character development is top notch in this episode. I I think that the tornado is super cool. Uh, and there's some really heavily heavy emotional moments as well. So uh, I I love this episode. And I don't I know I'm not going to get you up to a nine, which is fine. I, I mean, an eight is better than I ever expected 
uh, out of the series this early for you. But and again, you got to remember, I have all kinds of context for for these episodes. So I give this episode a 10, uh, not just because on first viewing, I don't know if I would have given it a 10. But retrospectively, looking back on the whole series, I, I give this a 10. So yeah, there you go. So what, let's talk about our favorite scenes. I think I I think your favorite scene. I mean, if Glendale was your favorite character in the first episode, and it's just so darn cool just to begin with. Like, forgetting about Glendale, I think that tornado is just so cool. Like, I, and then Glendale is so heavily involved in it. I, I think that's probably your favorite scene is the tornado. So, tornado was up there. Oh, wait. I, I guess everybody, I'm already, well, let me guess you. <laughs> let me guess. Okay, go ahead. Yours is a tornado. Uh, it sounds like you've said it like four times. <laughs> I feel like I feel like yours is gonna be a tornado. I'll say real quick. Okay. Tornado was up there, but I I I I landed on when horse meets the German purse tar <laughs> and the the leaf tar. <laughs> the baby leaf tar. Almost mushy. that's that's hysterical okay all right well um i love the tornado but my favorite scene is uh when horse sings what if i forget your face oh my god like i i i i cry every time i hear that song like and i'll tell you why well i mean i've already tipped my hand here that's my favorite song in the episode as well so um when uh so i i i do uh kind of a part-time gig job uh, after school sometimes. Uh, and whenever I do it, uh, you know, my, my kids don't love when I go do that, right? Uh, because I'm not home when I do, uh, but it brings in really good money for the family. And I always tell them, you know, that this is, this is a, a, a primary source of where your, your you know, Christmas presents and birthday presents come from. So it's, it's, it's important that I do this. Um, but at one point, uh, a few months ago, uh, my, my youngest son, Hugo, uh, started, uh, saying, but what if I forget your face? <laughs> and uh, so, so, so when, when I would leave, he'd say, what if I forget your face? So it's like, uh, there's a really deep special meaning to that oh, song genius. for me. Genius. So, so yeah. So, so that's a big part of, of why that's so I'm so attached to that song and that song, uh, really is such a big linchpin uh, as to why I love this episode so much as well. So, uh, so, so that's where I'm at. Uh, I'm guessing. So your favorite scene was the the purse tar. Yeah, the purse tar and the leaf tar. I don't know <laughs> if they have specific names, but that's just that's no, I'm they doing. don't. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, I hope we see them again. I, I'm, I'm again. so. I'm so. I'm going to guess that your favorite song was the tornado song. It was, it was. Yeah. Really. It's a very cool song. That's my I, wife's favorite song. I, too. I, 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 I guess yours is the, the sad, you know, go on the record as saying it, even though I took my head. The, the first, mm-hmm. the first one, like the, where it's like a duet, what, what was in harmony? Fragile things. It's a round. A round. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like how that one ended with them the crushing oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i actually i i love every song in this episode so much which is another reason why i give this a 10 fragile things i think is a brilliant song that 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 kind of dual um dueling uh melody song uh which i I know i'm gonna get that wrong it's i don't know if it's around or if it's 
harmony. duet or whatever. It, 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 it's not harmony because they're singing different parts. Melody? So, well, it's either oh, a duet or a round. I th- it's either a duet or a round. But and it, Zulius calls it a, du- a duet, so we'll call it a duet. So uh, that, that yeah, song, I think, is... I don't know. I, I, I think that I think lyrically that song is brilliant. I think that the tornado song musically is so impressive. Uh, and then the uh, what if I forget your face is just emotionally soul crushing to me. But anyway, um, I think your favorite character is probably still Glendale. Oh, yeah. Yours got to be Glendale. Too. I mean, come on. Glendale is like first a potty break. Right, they're, they're the start. They're, they're they're the trailblazer for potty breaking. They're and then they're like the, the most artisan thief you've ever met. They're stealing flowers, you know. All of a sudden, they're, they're the hero of the artifact, right? Giggle cakes, they steal the giggle cake, right? The armor, like they even give the armor back. Steals part of horse's armor, and everybody horse says, "Oh, I'm naked." Glendale doesn't go, "Oh yeah, I have your armor." No, it just gives a single flower. <laughs> A calling card, if you will. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, I, I had to assume, but no, my my favorite character is still horse. Ridiculous. I, 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 chalk. I don't know. Chalk. Chalk. It is chalk. Yeah. I, you know, it's it is chalk. I saw. I, I we listened to that interview. You 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 barred your children from picking horse. You're right. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so here you are picking so horse. If, so so if I can retcon episode one, I'd say if not horse, then Glendale. Okay, <laughs> but uh, but I but I did not put the restraints on, on character choice in episode two. Okay. So 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 they could have picked horse if they wanted to. I pick horse. I hope they pick Glendale. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll see who they pick. Uh, they, you, you're going to pick up on their tendencies really quickly. So. Anyway, okay. So, well, let's talk about some magical moments that made us laugh. Uh, I, I love in uh, Fragile Things when Horse starts singing her verse and she goes up on her hind legs and the lightning bolts strike behind her. I think it's hysterical. I liked uh, the Wama Wink and the Shaman School stuff. And oh. we're talking about she can kind of tell the future. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, I, I, I can get also a... kind of tell <laughs> Remember, I predicted you'd get a pimple on your eyelid, remember? And then you did. Oh, uh, that's fine. Yeah, uh, I, I love the tinkle, tinkle, bye-bye zone. I think that's hysterical, too. We, we sometimes refer to the bathroom as the tinkle, tinkle, bye-bye zone now in my house. I'll say if I can cut it. <laughs> you got to try to shoe hammer it. Ah, yes, shoe hammering. It's still going on. <laughs> And then uh, I, yeah, that's that's never going to stop. That is that is a showhopper's thing, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, I love, I, I love line. You didn't remember it, but I love the line when this is one of the one of the Durpleton lines that I actually really do like. They're they're just kind of trekking, and he just says to Horace, completely out of nowhere, "Can I have some money?" <laughs> I, I, I do love that. <laughs> I like that one. Um, the it, it, toward the end, they're they're asking Horace, "What's a rider?" Right? Oh yeah. Uh, no, and, that, and, that, that, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> go on. Sorry. Go on. You know, and, and Chad says, "So wait, she stands on you? That's dumb." Oh. And, and he's standing on top of Durpleton yeah, as he no. says it. I thought I, I when, when that scene goes just a bit further, and you know. 
horse is trying to elaborate on what writer is and they go yeah. oh prematurely like they they've got it like, no, that's, that's a little more complicated than that i think yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good stuff um and then uh i do love the line where horse says i'm completely and utterly nude yeah nude, nude, one's funny. nude is fun nude's always funny anyway all right anything else you want to mention in the moments that made you laugh i'm um, probably the purse purse tire imagine yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I think that was, that was my favorite scene. I think, yeah. First tar and leaf tar. Were, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah, leaf tars, uh, the leaf tars are pretty great. That, that, that is pretty funny. Uh, I, I will tell you that the purse tar is something that kind of annoyed me about this episode. <laughs> Why? Be, it's just so, it's just, no, I, I have no problem with, I mean, I speak German, but I like, I, I, it's just so, it's just so random to me. I'm like, what is this guy? well and yeah and it's like one of the earliest examples of here's a centaur that doesn't look like a person on the top whatever i've gone past that now. we've only got okay. examples of what, what's <laughs> all right all right uh, another thing cars. that kind of uh, yeah another thing that kind of annoyed me was uh the 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 graphic audio cue that they use whenever anybody says the shaman you know it's like horse with this like and like all her teeth showing and her eyes open wide and this echo of the shaman the shaman shaman you know what i mean yeah yeah that's what you're saying yeah not that doesn't show me either and then any interruptions to what i what if i forget your face are i i, I don't have any patience for that like i, I want uninterrupted horse lamenting the loss of rider i mean that's gold to me so i don't want any of the heard interruptions tinkle tinkle bye bye goes a bit too oh, longer than I, I, I like it to go you, you don't like it at all or you no, think i like it, it, it a did bit. too much yeah yeah i agree with that like um derple of course ruining it so that. <laughs> another thing that annoyed me though was inaccuracy mr so i don't think i just like more than in- inaccuracy can you tell me at the end of the episode what happens after horse sings uh the forget you know forget the face song do you remember what horse does um goes to sleep what does horse do when horse goes to sleep lays on her back lays down yeah horses, horses don't, don't lay down lay. when they sleep oh. inaccuracy that's dangerous that's okay that's all. okay, okay. all right fantastic all right i guess i did not know that horses don't lay down well, they can apparently but it's, it's hard for them to get up and Oh. It's work for them to stand up, and predators can strike them down. They can sleep standing up because they can lock their knees. Then mm-hmm. it's no hassle for them. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Well, any other moments that annoyed you? Hmm. Like I said, um, I already talked about in the beginning a bit, but the um, the fighting is doing the fighting better stop here for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Okay. Gotcha. I won't worry okay. about it. I, that like wise words from a person I would trust. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I couldn't think of those words when we were talking about it in the last episode. <laughs> but yeah, don't worry about it. That's what you always say to me. Yeah, I'm right. I, I, sounds good. We, we can move on. Okay. Okay. Well, let's on. Talk, yes. Let's talk about moments that moved us. Hmm. So, and do you want to throw any out or you want me to go? I'll, I'll, I'll go here. I, I, um, mm-hmm. So, something that I thought was caring was um the 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 point of horse you know people going do you actually care for anyone 
besides yourself. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it kind of goes, it's pretty obvious to us. Okay, horse cares about Ryder. But does horse really care for anyone else other than Ryder? Like, mm-hmm. horse, horse pushed them into the the tornado. tornado. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Horse, I, I, I think I don't think horse, you know, horse saying just because you know, before horse saying in the first episode, horse literally went, I'm doing this for you, Ryder. Like, I even when horse goes back with them, it just seems like it's out of convenience for horse rather than mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't think horse actually cares about them, which I think is kind of sad. So it is, it would be sad if that if you're right about that. So, <laughs> so we'll see how that develops, but. Uh, you know, I, I, along those same lines, and, and in that same scene, actually, I think that the concern that Wama Wink shows for her herd is, is pretty touching. You know, it, it, she said, "Let me just you know look at Glendale. She's shaking like a a poodle tar, right? Like, she, like do, do you care what you did? Like, Wama Wink seems to general genuinely care about the safety and well being of her herd. You know, there there is a codependence to her where she needs it for herself." But she genuinely cares about them as well. And then, the, the, of course, the, the the main thing that moves me in this episode is what if I forget your face? And, and not just because my, my son says that to me, you know, on my way out the door, but also because uh, I think it's a, a really beautiful memory. I'm, I'm sorry, not memory. A really beautiful metaphor for grief. So the idea of when somebody's gone and you're not sure that you'll ever see them again, or you know that you won't ever see them again, you know, this idea that their memory does fade over time. Mm -hmm. And, and it's, it's awful. It's an awful thing to think about. And when you're, when you're so close to that loss and it's so raw, I I mean, the, the idea that you're worried about that or that horse is worried about that, uh, is is pretty pretty powerful, uh, and it's, it's something that you know, when I listen to that song, first of all, I hear my son singing it to me, you know. But second of all, you know, I do think about you know people that I've lost, and, and the the memory does fade, and it is it is very sad. So anyway, that that's uh that's the the most moving thing in this episode to me, anyway. Incredible. No, okay. Okay, so let's talk about moments that made us think about emotional intelligence and mental health. You want to kick this off? You want me to do it? You kick it off. Okay, so the the whole the whole song "Fragile Things" versus "Fearless," uh, which I, I call horses part of the duet "Fearless" and Wamoink's "Fragile Things." Right? Uh, th- that concept I already talked about it in episode one of where's the balance between taking chances and taking risks that are going to make you better in the long run uh, and staying safe. Where, where is, how do you strike that balance? And when other people that you care about around the line, it makes it even harder to strike that balance. When, when it's just one, when it's just you as an individual, uh, I, I feel like I'm, I'm as an individual, I'm willing to take more chances and, and at the expense of safety in the hopes that it, that it makes it, my life ultimately better. But where people that I care about are concerned, I, I'm a lot less. I'm a lot less bold, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, the the whole idea in that song, I, I thought I thought was great. And then one of the lines in that song I really latch on to is 
uh, when Wamawink says, where the outside can harm you, reject you, but just stay close and I will protect you, right? So uh, we're getting all of it right there in that line. You know, I, I can protect you. I want to protect you. But not only can the outside harm you, the outside can reject you. So this idea of rejection that we haven't really seen so far in Centaur world, but rejection does come up later in the series. Uh, and it's something that clearly Wamawink is worried about. She, she's not just worried about them, you know, breaking a leg or something. She's worried about them being rejected. Uh, and that's, that's, that is a, a crippling, debilitating worry that you know, I, I, mean, I teach teenagers and it's something that they are constantly fearing. The fear of rejection is, is, is palpable. Hmm. So anyway, anything you want to throw in here or do you want I, me to keep going? Addition, I, well, no, no, no. Um, while well, I'm a stuff, I was going to comment on for the, you know, the whole you know defensive and then uh, horse is the counterpart to it. I, mm-hmm. The only other one I feel like think of, which is rider almost mourning. I, I don't know how you want to put the way mm-hmm. or not uh, how horse feels of rider. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Is, is it a form of mourning? I mean, is it a form of, um, I mean, it's not quite morning because trying to get back to Ryder, but mm-hmm. I don't quite know. Well, the, the first the first stage of grief is denial, though, right? This is like the if we go if we go if we go to the stage of the grief. <laughs> I mean, I'll bring them up from time to time. Well, I, I, we throw a denial, yeah. then we get a little bargaining. <laughs> so I don't know the order, but I know the first one is denial. Was that bargaining? There's anger. Bar- in there? bar- no, bargaining anger bargaining. acceptance is in there somewhere um but yeah i mean if we talk about grief on show hoppers when we talked about you know, the leftovers there's so much about grief in that in that series maybe that's why i love this one so much but it's it, it is it's there right it, it, the first stage of grief is is denial and so you can see horse in denial that she has lost rider right uh and so she's frantically trying to get back to rider now whether or not she does you know we'll have to see but this is uh, this is definitely what seems to be going on in her head, at least now. Fair enough. All right. So, uh, at one point, I think it's Zulius, but it's it's somebody in the herd says to Wamawink, "You know, are you jealous of horse, or do you just not believe in us?" Right. And this is this is the the worry. This this is one of the consequences of that overprotective environment, right? If if you're if you're too protective, if you keep them in too tight a bubble, then that breeds resentment, mm-hmm. and so and and it and it breeds exactly this. Like, are you jealous of horse, or do you just not believe in us? So, at what point are you sending the message? I want to protect you. I want to keep you safe because you mean so much to me. Versus, I don't believe you can do it on your own. I'm very curious to meet the shaman. If oh, there are there are five shaman. Very curious to meet all five shaman. <laughs> all right, cool. All right. Um, I don't know if you if you noticed uh, this or not. Go ahead. Okay, no, sorry, no, finish your thought. So I don't know if you noticed this or not. It's it's such a minor thing, but it will come up again. Uh, it, next time we talk uh, in episode four, it'll come up pretty prevalently and it'll come up a few times in the series. Uh, Durpleton's fart. 
Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed this or not. Oh, I didn't. Okay. okay. But, uh, yeah. well, Durpleton specifically though, because uh, at one point uh, they're, they're about to, uh, oh, the, the herd gets ahead of him and he farts and he says, and Durpleton in response to his fart says, I'm sorry, I'm going. Okay. Uh, I just want to plant that seed because it, Durpleton's farts actually are pretty meaningful in the series, <laughs> believe it or not. Okay. Um, so I got so I, I gotta look at Glendale's yeah. eyes for yep. twitching and I gotta pay attention to Durpleton's farts. Okay. I mean Glendale's eyes for twitching, it might come up a few more times, but that's, that's not, not a big like, deal. That's not a big deal, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm also, I mean, I'm curious to um, what slash who they're following at the end, right? Because it can't be Good News Horse. Oh, 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 that's right. This this silhouette that you see, right? Good News Tar. Yeah. Good News Tar? <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have to see. I, I will tell you that you're going to get an answer to that question in the next episode. Oh, okay. okay. I'm excited for that. Good, good. Um, and then the, the one last thing, uh, this moment of emotional intelligence and mental health is when Wama Wink says, uh, in, in response to hearing, what if I forget your face? She decides that they are going to go along with horse. And she says, nothing means more to me than my herd. And the thought of losing them terrifies me. I can tell you that that is, that is, um, there is no greater fear that I've ever felt in my life than, than losing members of my family that might, you know, this, this family that I've created this, this family that I've found and, and, and that we've you know developed within our home. And the, the thought of losing any of them is the most terrifying thing that I have ever encountered. So uh, I, I really sympathize with Wama Wink in this episode, uh, maybe too much. And, and and it's it's something that I I look at and I and I think I maybe I well, maybe I need to uh, kind of scale that back a bit. I don't I don't want to be Wama Wink, but I really sympathize with her. But Mr. Sal, mm -hmm. is, isn't a spider more scary? <laughs> no, spider, spiders are pretty scary, especially like a big crawler, <laughs> like a fast one, maybe a, like darting. <laughs> yeah. uh, no, 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 seriously though. No. Yeah, very fair point. So, yeah. So, do you want to listen to what my kids had to say about this episode, or is there anything else that you wanted to mention? Uh, I'm I'm excited to hear what your kids have to say. Okay, let's take a listen then. Okay. Hi, I'm Mr. Sal here with my sons Griffin, who is ten and a half, and Hugo, who is six and a half, and we just watched season one, episode two of Centaur World, Fragile Things. And I'm wondering how they feel about this episode. Let's start with Hugo this time. Hugo, on a scale from one to five stars, what would you give this episode? A five. Five? No, a, a seven. A seven? That's not even on the scale. How about you, Griffin? I'm going to say um, on the seriousness and deepness, I'm going to give it a six. Uh -huh. on, the funny, on the funniness mm -hmm. and all that fun stuff. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give it a 20. Whoa. So this was serious and deep and funny. That's pretty cool. Hugo, what was your favorite song in this episode? Um, it was Fragile Things. Fragile Things. And Griffin, what's your favorite song in this episode? Um, I don't know. Um, you, uh, you think about it and let me know. How about this? 
What's your favorite character in this episode, Hugo? Other than horse. Uh, no, you can say horse now. Okay. So then horse. Horse? Okay. Who's your favorite character in this episode, Griffin? Chad. Chad? Okay. <laughs> and did you figure out your favorite song yet? Um, yes. What is it? Um, what if I forget your face? What if I forget your face? Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite scene in this episode, Hugo? Yes, when horse says, I'm completely, utterly nude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to have to say my favorite scene is when horse says, no, she gets on my back. Ched's standing on top of Durple He's like, so she stands on you. <laughs> ha, that's dumb. <laughs> As he's standing on Durpleton's head. <laughs> So, anything else you want to say about this episode, Hugo? Yeah, um, I like. Do you have any more questions? No, this is it. Uh, um, I like. I really like the. I really like all the. I I really get a kick out of the when when Chad says and when Horse says she. She goes on my back and Chad says, um, she stands on you. Ha, that's dumb. Uh And I love when horse says, I'm completely, utterly mute. (laughs) How about you, Griffin? Anything else you want to say about this episode? Um, this is what I have to say. Wow. All right. There you have it. (laughs) That's really cute. I will say, I think there's severe ranking inflation that will occur <laughs> very quickly absolutely <laughs> absolutely oh <laughs> man see how this goes i'm curious <laughs> if they'll find up so they don't like what, what it'll be like they will well okay okay no, yes they will okay. they will i'm curious to see how we'll feel about that if they dislike that okay, okay. yeah that, that, that one to five scale is very arbitrary completely they just disregard it uh, a majority uh, of the time uh, they've disre- they've gone above the scale <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> so yeah but well, we'll see how it goes we'll see we'll see if they can if they recalibrate at some point or not but i don't think they will but skill <laughs> skill just a boundary set up yeah, yeah. by your i'm a wink father perhaps <laughs> exactly exactly that's gonna be more of a horse <laughs> you know <laughs> beat your own drum i respect oh okay well there you go all right i think we'll we'll call it quits there for today folks we uh hope that you enjoyed our our initial inaugural coverage of centaur world uh we will be back next week uh to cover the next two episodes episode three which is the key and episode four which is what you need in the meantime you can feel free to contact us at showhopperspodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we do appreciate subscriptions, likes, follows, uh, and any sharing of the podcast that you're willing to do is also very appreciated. So uh, have a wonderful week, and we can't wait to talk about, well, at least I can't wait. I hope Kurt can't wait to talk about the key and what you need. <laughs>